Before we get started on today's episode, I would just like to say that you might hear my wife, Lara, laughing and talking to her friends during this episode. She was doing a reunion show for her burlesque group called Dollface Dames, and they were fantastic, and if you ever get a chance, definitely go see them. I mentioned them at the end of this podcast, but I messed up on the name. Their name is, again... Dollface Dames. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hey. All rise. The Honorable Dusty Sullivan presides. What's up, Dustin? What's up? For those of you who don't know, this is my little brother, Dusty Sullivan. He is coming all the way from San Francisco, pretty much right next door to me. And he's our judge today. And Dusty, uh, what's been going on? How you doing, little man? Uh, you know, just carrying inside. Fear is outside. <laughs> 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 All right, well, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, this is Balls in the Court. This is a courtroom sports podcast where our judge decides on what our topic is, and the three of us argue on who we think is the best or which argument we think is going to win over our judge's opinion. So, Dusty, with that today, what is the judgment today? I have asked you guys to present arguments on who is the best athlete of all time. It's not fictional. Facts is what, what I specifically said. I want facts. Factual arguments. And it's not a fictional athlete like we had last week, right? Yes. I, I, no, not, not a little bitter that, that that came out right before this one. <laughs> over a month ago. But, you know, small, small potatoes. Yeah, we, we, we had a lot of uh, mishaps over that month that you sent this out. And unfortunately, I know yeah, you were up in Tahoe when we wanted to do the next one. So we had somebody come in and do another one, and they picked something kind of similar to yours. But the fact that you want a real one works out really, really well. So with that, uh, Dusty, who's going to go first in the opening statements? Well, first, I, I feel like it's, it's important to say that I have – uh, created an elaborate point system on your arguments. Um, but like, whose lines anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, by, and, and, and I want to be impartial, right? So, like, so right off the bat, Brennan gets a negative 1,000 for being <laughs> <laughs> I need to be an impartial judge. So, um, why don't we have, uh, Derek, why don't you start? <laughs> oh, shit. Starting from the top, I like it. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, no, this is kind of fun that we're doing this uh, right after doing a fictional character. It's kind of just jumping from the one to the next. But I want to apologize ahead of time, Dusty, that uh, my work schedule pretty much made it to where I couldn't do anything for like two months. So I was looking really forward to this. I'm so glad we're doing it. Uh, with that said, um, my argument for the best athlete of all time, I'm kind of taking a dive in the pool here, no pun intended, but I am going to be going with the most decorated Olympics athlete of all time, and that is Michael Phelps. Wow. 
That's a good one. All right. Uh, Brent, who's your uh, candidate? Uh, so my candidate is uh, the only guy that knows how to play, or I shouldn't say the only guy, but one of the most famous guys to ever play two sports. So famous, in, in fact, that Nike had a slogan dedicated to him, which was Bo Knows. So I'm picking Bo Jackson, the infamous baseball and football star. Okay, and Tommy? Well, I had rights to first pick based off the last you episode. You did. Shut the fuck up. So going, going off, you know, Dusty's point system or, or like any point system that maybe like Professor McGonagall would point out, I say like minus 50 points from Brendan House. So because <laughs> – I, I was thinking Bo Jackson, but I'll, I'll, I'll slide over and uh, I'll take another guy I, I really like, and I'll take Jackie Robinson. Okay, now solid picks. Okay, um, so Eric, let's go back to you, and then you can start your argument. Uh, what are the three? All right. Well, like I said earlier, the most decorated Olympian of all time, uh, Michael Phelps, has 28 Olympic medals, 23 of them being gold, three being silver, and two of them bronze. Uh, I just want to throw out that the next closest person to Michael Phelps is, I'm going to butcher this name because it's uh, Russian, but Larissa Latinina. Uh, she was from the former Soviet Union. Um, she was a gymnast, and she had 18 gold medals. So Phelps is a good 10 medals ahead of the next closest uh, all, all-around all decorated Olympian. Man crush. <laughs> I was about to say, I think she was the first person to get a perfect 10, too, wasn't she? Maybe. I didn't. I was kind of focusing more on Phelps than her. <laughs> She's the second best athlete ever. How about that? <laughs> second man crush. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, a little quickly on Phelps, because I want to dive more into uh, the bigger, deeper points in my uh, second uh, phase of this. Uh, Phelps was the youngest U.S. member of the Olympic team for his first Olympics at the age of 15. And just to put that in perspective, that was like our, what was that, freshman, sophomore-ish year of high school. Derek, uh, it was my year's freshman year. We yeah. Were old. Yep. <laughs> so crazy. And uh, he went on to compete till he was 31. And again, me and Brendan, 31 years old. And this guy won 28 gold medals. So how did we feel? Eh, pretty great. Shitty. <laughs> yeah, I was still in middle school when you were at that spot, Derek. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those are some quick bullet points there. Um, some pretty big things, though, just you know, showing his dominance of the sport. Also want to make a fact that um, I feel like he is overlooked when it comes to greatest sports athletes debates i feel like i definitely when i was doing a little research on him i you know obviously was seeing the jackie robinson's the bo jackson's and then obviously the ones that i am amazed were not picked michael jordan's the tom brady's you know all those Fuck Brady. i know but he's got to be put in there um and i just feel like phelps is a little overlooked in that 
aspect just because he's not on a uh, the mainstream sports of like you know your basketballs, footballs, baseball, hockey, all that kind of stuff. Uh, swimming is not the most popular sport in America per se, um, but just to show that popular sport. Yeah, it's really only popular four times a year, but <laughs> all right, but it, it's still obviously there are events that go throughout you know non-olympic uh years anyways uh digressing uh just want to show that you know this guy individual uh individually just killed it in his sport uh put himself uh in the world's eye every olympics from 2000 to 2016 and showed everybody how great of an athlete he was so i will uh, delve a little further into that. I will dive <laughs> a little d- further into that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, solid, solid argument. Uh, I'm going to mix it up and go with Tommy now. All right. So, Mr. Jackie Robinson. You know, he is acknowledged all over the league. Baseball is known as America's pastime. There's only two guys, in my opinion, that have really had a huge impact on the game of baseball. First off, Babe Ruth. He changed how the game was played. But Jackie changed how the game was seen or thought of by his impact by being the first African-American player. Jackie was an amazing athlete who made a difference on all aspects of the field, in my opinion. And now he's recognized all over the league. And I think He's definitely one of the top athletes in history of the world due to that. That's it. Concluded. Okay. Short, short concluded. <laughs> let, let Jackie speak for himself. I like it. Uh, Brent, you want to uh, give it an attempt? You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it an attempt. So I'm going to start off with this. This was a scout that talked about Bo Jackson during his collegiate career. Only weakness was a lack of baseball experience. This was him just playing baseball. This was not his primary sport. His primary sport was football. So another scout wrote, do it all type of player, best pure athlete in America today. That was back in 1985. So just to give you, Dusty, what type of athlete Bo Jackson was, I'm going to first hit you with everything in his college career. For football, he had, uh, or sorry, for baseball, he had over 90 runs, 28 home runs, 70 RBIs, 19 stolen bases, batted 338 with an on-base percentage of 466 with a 729 slugging percentage. And an on base percent or um, an OPS of 1.195. This dude was a monster in baseball. And he never played baseball in his life until he made it into baseball, into college. And he missed a full year his sophomore year due to injury. He also missed part of his senior year because of what he believes the Bucks threw him under the bus when he was going over there to visit. Now, for his, he was also a football. Uh, Wait, sorry, star. sorry, can, can, I'm sorry to interrupt here. Uh, threw him under the bus. How? Because, because uh, anytime you go and visit a professional uh, team, it degrades you from 
your collegiate uh, collegiate eligibility. Oh, so, okay. I know what you mean. So the fact that he went and saw them, it, it denounced uh, what he was trying to do. Uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. And then there it is. Uh, his college football career. Now, this is what he was known for. He went to Auburn, by, mind you, Dusty, one of the top division uh, D1 schools out there in the SEC uh, sector. Huh? I know who Auburn is. I know. I'm just I'm laying it all out there. So in his football career, he rushed for 4,303 yards, fourth best in SEC history. His average carry was 6.6 yards, which set an SEC record. In his sophomore year in 1983, he had over a thousand, over 1,200 yards rushing in 158 carries, and also carrying per yard. 7.7. He was named the Sugar Bowl MVP and also the Liberty Bowl MVP in 1984. He won the Heisman in 1985, and he had over 4,500 all-purpose yards, which means he was doing that while receiving and also doing kick returns and punt returns. He had 45 total TDs in his college career, with 43 of them being rushing, which is pretty insane if you think about it. And he's only one of the very few to have his college number retired in Auburn, which is the number 34. Now, Dusty, he's not just a two-sport athlete. Like you, he also did track and field. But unlike you, he did it in college, not high school. Holy shit, what are you saving for later? <laughs> so, opening in, 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 this is my opening argument because he had such a prolific, I'm going into his professional professionalism uh, in my second round. So, in college, his track and field, the 100 meter he ran in 10.39 seconds, the 100 yard dash he ran in 9.54 seconds. He also did the hurdle the 55 meter in 7.29 seconds. He also did the 110 meter in 13.81 seconds. He also scored over 8,300 points in the decathlon. This dude also comp, uh, competed in the in jumping, in the high jump and long jump. In high jump, he scored uh, 6 foot 9 inches. And in the long jump, he scored 24, point, 24 feet 8 inches. He also did the triple jump which was 48 feet, 9 inches. And he was also one of the strongest throwers out there with a shot put of 50 feet, 1 inch, and a discus throw of 149 feet and 1 inch. This okay, we've dude, lost 90% of viewers by now. I'm just saying all the facts out there. This dude, you want to talk about an athlete? This dude competed in every single sport out, out there, and he would have been a lot better and stronger and faster than Michael Phelps or Jackie Robinson, and I would handedly, handedly put that up to debate. Okay, you made up a few points of those five thousand you lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, thank you, Tommy, for uh, saying what I meant to say. Um, I will cut credit off on his argument there if he wants to continue, which I assume. He does. Nope, um, I'm done. All right, you, this sounds like you have an audience as well. <laughs> <laughs> He's done talking. <laughs> Joy to the world. 
Um, Usually I'm, I'm the one that rambles. Go over my notes real fast. Um, what I wrote for Michael Phelps is like, most medals, youngest member. Solid, short, sweet opening. And then we have my notes for uh, Jackie Robinson. And I literally wrote, is Jackie? Because that's literally all Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I went with Brendan, and, who with Bo is like too fast to write down, but sounds impressive. Um, and then like college number retired. So like, after all of that, you got you got two you got two notes out of it. I really hope you you appreciate the research you did. Um, but so far, you know, Tommy's right though. Like, you did research. You he sounds impressive. So you you make up you back you back to negative a thousand. <laughs> So you're you're solidly placed to come in last still. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, Dusty. So, do you have any questions or comments going on right now uh, before we move on to round two? Um, I I, I want to read the definition of athlete according to Google. <laughs> Why? Because it's important. So it's, I said, who is the best athlete? And now, like. This is the definition of an athlete. A person who is proficient in sports and, and other forms of physical exercise. I want to point out, I, Brent, I'll give you an extra thousand points because it's sports plural. And Bo Jackson is the, is the only person on this list thus far that had, you have has explained multiple sports. Thus far, keywords there. Brent, you're at zero. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we can continue. Uh, Dusty, so who's going first in round two? Wait, wait, uh, I have a oh, question. Oh, yes. What's everybody drinking? Oh, what's everybody oh. drinking? I know, Derek, uh, you're boring. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> drinking an IPA called Regicide. Very nice, very nice. I got one called The Haze of Fame from Strike Brewing. I just, you know, Hall of Fame votes in a couple days, though nobody's going to get in. I just thought this is the right time to be drinking this one. Uh, For me, I'm drinking the uh, peanut butter banana creaming, the double thick milkshake ale. For the 15th uh, time this week. Holy cow, you bought so many of those. Dude, that shit's so good. It is good, but holy cow, you like, you bought so, you spent, what was it, 56 bucks for eight of them? Holy cow. 52. 52. Because I knew I knew that Laura wanted some, and I knew my in-laws wanted some, so I decided to go with an eight-pack because I knew I wanted it a lot. So there you go. All right, all right. All right, Dusty, who's going next in this round? Uh, let's go reverse order. Brendan, you can go first. Okay. Oh, oh God. Try to tell the timer for him? Tommy will be asleep, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, start drinking. All right. So, Dusty, you, I'm not sure. You might have been too young to actually know who Bo was. I know of Bo. You know of Bo. Okay. So, Bo Jackson was one of the very first players ever to do a two-sport professional career. The only other person that to do the same two sports was Deion Sanders. So Bo Jackson played baseball for eight years, from 1986 to 1994. In those eight years, he hit 141 home runs, hit, got uh, 415 RBIs and 82 stolen bases, and also hit 
598 hits, which is actually really impressive. His batting average wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be. He only batted 250 with a slugging percentage of 474. So in his entire career, he actually only played 694 games, and that's being in the outfield and also doing a full season as a DH. But his uh, outfield range was one of the top notch. His fielding percentage throughout his whole career was a whopping uh, .962 with only 44 errors and having over 40 assists from the outfield, including nine double plays on his own. The other thing that was I want to really, I I restrict. I want to interject here and restrict you on actual stats <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like you're just spewing numbers, and I'm, I don't. I want to do the research to verify. So I'm going to restrict. If he did something really cool, then you can talk about that. But stats, I'm getting a little bored of. Okay, fine. So let me just say his football career. He only had a four-year career because of injury. This dude literally ran his own hip out of the socket trying to break a tackle. He was considered one of the best running backs of all time in those four years, winning the all-rookie team uh, back in 1986. Or, sorry, 1987. Who else is a great running back? Oh, Eddie Lacy. What did he turn out to be in the NFL? Yeah, but he wasn't Bo. Bo was considered to be everywhere and anywhere. That's why Nike made him the spokesperson of Nike because Bo knows. Bo knows how to play baseball. Bo knows how to play uh, football. He was also the second team All-Pro in 1989 and 1990 during the end of his career. He was also a pro bowler in 1990 he had over a thousand yards rushing or sorry just short of a thousand yards rushing in his career so he he only lost the ball 11 times in his football career meaning that he only fumbled 11 times and most of his yards oh sorry he had over 2,000 yards i'm sorry 2,782 yards the dude was insane. He was almost invisible. And almost every year he had broken off a 90-yard run, including two of them that were 92 yards. So he was just an all-out beast in both baseball and football. Meanwhile, he was also an all-star in baseball. So there you go. Interesting. Negative points for lying to me, though, about the 1,000 yards. Oh, I'm sorry. That was back in 1989. He had over a thousand yards. Sorry. <laughs> um, Getting his stats right. mixed up. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. You got you got to cut back on the stats. They don't mean nothing to me at this point. Um. All right. So, Tommy, I think you're the one up now. You all said right. you wanted stats, little shit. I said facts, not stats. Yeah, so you got that mixed up. Are the same. All right, so I'll start like Brendan. So, Dusty, not sure, you know, if you were around in 1947 to see the day that Jackie Robinson stepped in the Major League Baseball. No, I think, I think that's just a smidge before my time. Right. But, you know, he's the one who knocked down the racial segregation of Major League Baseball. He was the first African-American to perform in the 20th century, and he went on to win the batting title. He was the first to win the MVP award, the first to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, 
And he also won the first official Rookie of the League award in Major League Baseball. So another funny stat I just found out. He was also the first one in Major League Baseball history, black or white, to be put on a U.S. state postage stamp. Sorry. So, what 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 she say? No. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> now Jackie's stats his stats aren't you know all that impressive compared to a lot of players we see today. But that's because he didn't get to you know jump into the league when he was twenty twenty one. He didn't get to play till he was twenty eight. So I'm going to just focus here on a couple of zones of his prime. So I think this is like around the age of twenty eight to say like thirty five. He batted three nineteen. He averaged more than 110 runs scored per season, drove in an average of 85 runs, and his hit he hit about 15 home runs a year on average, which, I mean, you're looking at him as a middle infielder. That's kind of impressive for today. It's not like we saw Mark Ellis and Joe Panic do anything like that. So he stole an average of 24 bases, and he was always known to be a guy who could lay down the bunt, whether it was sacrifice or pick up the hit. He walked... A ton of times, 740, but only struck out 291 times. He's the guy who broke that big barrier that led to a huge difference in all the sports. And now, unlike any other athlete, you see his number retired in every Major League Baseball stadium today. I think Jackie Robinson deserves to be recognized as the best athlete in history due to his great numbers and great career, though he only got to play for about 10 years. I do, I do have one question for you, Tommy, just because I feel like it will influence how you look at his numbers. How many times when he was at bat was he hit by a ball? I, I'm not quite sure, but I do know that he was known to crowd the plate, and he got brushed off a lot, especially when it came to right-handed pitchers. They would give him the up-and-in fastball because he crowded that plate quite a bit. Great fact. See, that's a fact, Brendan, not a stat. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Uh, All right, Derek. <laughs> First off, wait a minute. You were t- Panic has got three World Series and more gold gloves than Jackie. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I said home runs. I never said or, anything or, about wait, titles. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> is, is, is the third session of this court rebuttals? Yes. It's whenever you want it. We usually All tend right, to save for the end. From from now on, then all I ask <laughs> is you say objection. <laughs> Derek, Derek, you can just shut up. You've already won more titles or more one episodes than Derek and I or than Brendan and I will ever win. So you can just shut up, okay? <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> all right, Micah, I go. Cool. Yep. Cool. Cool. All right, so like I said before, Michael Phelps is the most decorated uh, Olympian in uh, Olympic history, which has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years, I think now. Um, I also want to say that in that span of his Olympic career, which was from 2000 to 2016, which yes, I get it, it's only every four years, but you have to remember that he's also racing in huge competitions in between Olympics. Uh, that's correct me if I'm wrong. That's 16, 16 years for Olympics. Uh, he did 24 years of competitive swimming, which is pretty crazy. Uh, when you think of athletes in 
different sports and their seasons. You got uh, most like. Uh, like like Tommy said, unfortunately Jackie didn't get to play long as long as he should have. But you know he only played for ten seasons. Bo Jackson only played, if you count baseball and football, eight seasons. Um, and yes, there's injuries and strikes, and I get all that. Um, but as far as the longevity career for most of the major uh, sports athletes, you know you're looking at like ten on average, maybe nine to ten in any sport really. And then you have those crazy people like. Drew Brees and Tom Brady and all those guys that go for 15, 16. That's very, very, very rare there. Um, So going back to that, though, in the span of that time, Michael Phelps has set 39 world records. That's Olympics. That's actually just Olympics. Um, 39 world records. He also owns 21 Guinness world records for various things outside of swimming, like medal counts and most gold medals and all that stuff. But uh, even that right there is impressive for an athlete. Um, One thing I want to state is Phelps is doing this um, in a more so in an individual sport. Like he doesn't have a team to back him up. Like he's literally doing all of this on his own and he's doing this on the biggest stage in the world like he's doing this global competitions like the olympics these world uh uh what they call them the uh, uh world championships the pan pacific championships like these are all not just the united states but obviously every you know all the countries throughout the world and millions and probably a you know billions of people watching which is i think just insane like that's that got to be so nerve-wracking and what's crazy in swimming is like you mess up you just make one little mistake and it's you're done like you have seconds you know between your competitor maybe even less than a second and if you just miss you know if you take one bad stroke if you hit that wall just wrong like there goes your gold medal uh i just find that super insane quick quick question so you're you're saying he, you know, not a team sport. Are you taking away all his gold medals that he won in, like, you know, the four-man team swimming no, event? Did you not? I said it mostly is an individual. Did you not hear my mostly in there? I know he did relays. Mostly, no, no, I missed that. Sorry, I, I was drinking my beer. It's much more important than listening to you. <laughs> I was about to say, Dustin's probably calling you out, Tommy, right now, and not. I have it written down all in his own question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know they were not on his own, all of them, but majority of his races and majority of his medals are individual uh, swimming uh, sport or whatever you call it, swimming uh, events. And on top of just that, he's not only just doing um, freestyle, which is, you know, your just standard front crawl or whatever you want to call it. He's also doing the butterfly, which is, I don't even know how people swim that way. Uh, it's It blows my mind. I could never do that. Um, another thing with swimming is like, I'm not saying that it's easy to play baseball and football and all that. Like obviously there takes skill, but I feel like those are a little easier sports to pick up than swimming. Not everyone can swim. And even people that can swim are not really that great of swimmers. It's a, it, Objection. if you quote George Carlin here, that's so good in the words of george carlin swimming is an act of not drowning <laughs> all right you lost you lost the point because 
<laughs> more points in the house of Brendan. <laughs> Anyways. Jesus. Getting interrupted, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a step outside of the pool for a second. I also want to talk about um, there was two kind of big things that happened in Michael Phelps' life during his career. And that was... I don't know if everyone remembers or even heard about it, but he had some incidents uh, in between Olympics where he got caught smoking some uh, marijuana in a bong, and people he took a hit from a war. Yeah, I know, and people like freaked the hell out. He also, you know, he got a DUI. Some bad things happened to him. Uh, there was a point where he was so down that he was considering suicide. Like he was at a very low point. He didn't know who to trust. And I think like that sheds him on a bad light, but I honestly think like, yeah, those are bad things and I don't condone them, but it shows the resilience and everything that he did to get back into the water and do as well as he did. This was, this was in between when he thought he was going to retire. He actually said after the 2012 Olympics that he was done after that. And then all this stuff happened. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to pull a Michael Jordan and I'm going to come back for Rio 2016. I'm going to keep it going where he still won five golds at the age of 31, which in, I guess, swimming years is old, which makes me definitely feel like a piece of shit even more so now. (laughs) And then I also, again, I just wanted to, I want to clarify, like we talk about his Olympics and everything. Like he's the most decorated Olympian but I kept talking about uh, he has competitions in between Olympics that he's doing. He won 26 gold medals in world championships from 2001 to 2011, which happens every two years on the odd years in between summer Olympics. And then he also won 16 gold medals at the Pan Pacific championships from 2002 to 2014, which is every uh, two years in between the Olympics on the even years. So he's doing Olympics and then he's going into world championships, and then he's doing Pan Pacific, back to world championships, and then back to Olympics from 2000 to 2016. That's insane to me. And like the one of the last things I want to touch on, and uh, this kind of kind of blue, this this is kind of crazy too. If you think about the the rest and recovery, like yes, I get it. Like you're not swimming every week. You're not swimming every month or whatever like he gets some time to train and everything but when it actually comes to competition time like he's out there racing giving a hundred you know thousand percent comes up wins gold he was on the podium accepting a gold medal literally had to get back in the water 10 minutes later and swim again and win gold again and just keep doing that and just i i don't I don't see how like how physically possible that is. Like you're literally just like giving it your all, and then you're like, okay, cool, I'm done. Okay, I gotta go do it again. Like in other sports, you know, there's a little, there's a lot more leeway. You get half time, you get uh, breaks in between innings. Basketball, you get to you know timeouts. You get to sit on the bench. Other people come in for you. Uh, for actual teams you get a couple days off in between games football you get a whole week you know things like that so just the fact that this guy is performing at this level um with that much time in between that i didn't realize and that kind of like blew my mind there i I, that right there i feel like is a definition of an athlete in my opinion all right solid argument 
All right. I didn't write any notes for that except for all on his own question mark. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember it all. It's fine. I'm not a note taker. Um. All right. So I I don't think I have any questions. Oh, Ben. On average, for Bojack, uh, for Bo. Uh, how often would he play a game? On average, Sunday for football, and then play a game. For baseball. For baseball, I actually do not know. I wish I could tell you that. All the stats you researched, that's the one you didn't research? That's the one I didn't research, but... Interesting. (laughs) It's totally different season, so it makes it difficult. Um, I wish I could tell you because mostly... They overlap. He was playing... They overlap, but mostly for the postseason. Mostly for postseason is what I'm going to say. So you're saying he didn't make the postseason that often? Not in baseball. And when he was playing for the Raiders, when he played for the Raiders, he was making the postseason during that time quite a bit. And he was one of the main keys of why they were making the postseason. Good thing he didn't pick Deion Sanders. (laughs) Well, I know that Deion hit a home run and had the interception in the same day. So there you go, Tommy. I'm not that that much of an idiot. I didn't hear what you just said. (laughs) Because it came off like an idiot would say it. Um, all right, let's move in on to the, this last section. Um, and why don't we start with Tommy? Okay, so recap a little bit. Obviously, Jackie Robinson broke the big color barrier for all the sports. But he was also an athlete in other sports. The man was a big track star and a football player back in the college days before he moved on and focused on baseball. But in baseball... People recognized him as the most clever and best base stealer since Ty Cobb. The guy, the man impressed everybody when it came to bunting, power, strength, and fielding ability. The guy just matched everyone on the field, which is why he won all those awards. And then another good fact I'd like to point out is Bo Jackson. The, you give him so much credit, Brennan. The man hit a line drive into the face of Nolan Ryan. <laughs> Nolan Ryan picked it up and threw him out and then retired the next 17 batters, including Jackson again. That's a great stat. Not stat. What I'm looking for. How is, how is Jackson like a big, powerful guy if Nolan Ryan could take a line drive off the face, retire him, and then, and then get the rest guys out? I was about to so. say, because Nolan Ryan is considered one of the be- best pitchers of all time. Bo Jackson, the fact that he can square up a Nolan Ryan fastball and hit him in the face with it, says a lot. When hey, most hey, guys couldn't Ryan, do it. Ryan's face was bloody as hell. At least he didn't get punched out hell. like Robin Ventura. At least he didn't get punched out like Robin Ventura. And if Bo Jackson was to charge him out, that would be one hell of a boxing match. I would pay money to see that. Today, Dusty, yeah, I bet you would. Um, Dusty, welcome to the third round. <laughs> Oh no! I, I know what I was getting into. I've listened to you this part, specifically the, it, the, the like movie. I think Ryan should be out cold if Jackson's going to hit a line drive right back into his own face for all the props you've been giving him. Just, just, just an FYI. No, Ryan's a country boy. Those guys can almost break their entire nose and not be able to see, and they will still be able to fight. Yeah, just you know, seventeen more batters in a row. Big deal. Finish off the game. Nolan Ryan is one of the greatest pitchers of all time. You can't be putting Bo Jackson with that. 
it's very hard to say that you're going I to put Bo Jackson, Jackson with that with ease. You, you, so then why fine. fine. Next, next one up. I'll, I'll tell you what's what, Tommy. I'll tell you what's what. Next one up. I, I have two questions, Brennan. I'll give you a chance to speak in a second. Uh, first, I want to make something very clear. I'm a Giants fan. Been a Giants fan, born and raised. And who did Jackie Robinson play for? <laughs> Okay, so we're going to have a factor of bias. Uh, I understand. Uh, uh, just, just, you know, it's just a question. But you know, we, we can ignore that. Except for the fact that you mentioned stealing. How he was a clever stealer. Okay. Do you know how the Giants and Dodgers rivalry started? Or what's considered how, how it started? I'm sorry, man. You were so quiet. I, I oh, Something oh, started. I'm sorry. Do you know how the Giants and Dodgers rivalry started? I have an idea, but I'll wait. Um, and there's, there's what, what's considered how it started. It was a uh, third I, base coach. Oh, you want you want to go? You want to you want to score some points? I just heard you, and I think you went in a different direction than me. So never mind. <laughs> okay. It was the third base coach pretending to be a runner and stealing home. And and that 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 is considered the dirty play that started the rivalry. The third base coach, eh? Yes. You, you didn't specify which team this third base coach was oh, part the of. Oh, the Dodgers. For the Dodgers. Sorry. Excuse me. I thought that was clear. So the Giants are obviously the good guys in this. <laughs> the good guys. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, my question to you is, what cleverness are you referring to when Jackie's stealing? Jackie was known to play tricks on the first baseman, whether it was clapping or just moving his hands as if he's going to take off or run back to the bag just to get people off balance, especially the pitchers. He was clever and fast, which is why he was one of the top base dealers of his, of his era. Okay. All right. <laughs> Precious is still there, but we'll continue. To be known as the best stealer since the day of Ty Cobb, who played about you know, 30, 40 years before him, I, I think is rather impressive. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fred and I forget what question I have for you, so we'll just move on to you. Hopefully, we'll come back. I, I got I got nothing against Phelps. I mean, I'm never going to catch Derek in the standings of this show anyway. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> uh, Bren, why don't you uh, give your rebuttals? All right. So here we go. So Tommy, you made a great point in the fact that yeah, Nolan Ryan is give me credit for it now after you're bitching so hard. <laughs> hey. No, Norm Ryan is considered one of the best pitchers of all time. But in my opinion, the fact that there's only been a couple of guys that can really square up on Norm Ryan fastball, Will Clark being one of them as a rookie. And so the fact that Bo Jackson, a guy that's not necessarily known for, for baseball, fucking hit and squared up a line shot right back up the middle, which is considered to be one of the hardest things to do in baseball, is impressive with itself. Hitting a ball that's going 97 to 100 miles per hour and putting it right back, hitting it on the sweet spot and going right back up the middle, that's insane. Great. Okay, hey, okay. You're so, mad, you're so welcome for me pointing out this event you were clueless to. Mad, mad props for Nolan Ryan for getting the next 17 guys out and also throwing the ball over to first base to get Bo Jackson out. But check this out, dude. 
Bo Jackson was not just one of the best hitters against Nolan Ryan. He did so also in the fucking All-Star game where he hit a ball almost 450 feet off of, unfortunately, a Giants pitcher in the name of Rick. Uh, God damn, I'm going to butcher this. That last name. He's going against the Giants. Hear that? Against the Giants. <laughs> so against the Giants, he picks a player. That's a rivalry at the Giants? Right. He's not a rivalry at the Giants. He's putting the Giants down. He's talking about how he's beaten up the Giants. Sorry, what was he... that talking? <laughs> I'm just saying, he hit a ball that went over four, that went just about 450 feet in an all-star game when he's the leadoff hitter, and it was the second pitch of the at-bat off of Rick. Uh, God damn it. Uh, Derek, maybe you can help me with Rick this and Kingle. Rick and Kingle. Uh, Rochelle. Rochelle. Rick Rochelle. R-E-U-S-H-S-C-H-E-L. He was actually one of the most dominant pitchers for the Giants during that time. And after he gave up the home run against Bo Jackson, he was never the same, unfortunately. So with that being said, the dude was a monster. Mind you, he also, in an interview, said that when he went to the All-Star game, he wanted the heaviest bat he could think of. And I believe that bat was just about 50 ounces. So that within itself is completely insane. Most guys swing a bat that's not even close to 40 ounces. Most of the guys swing a bat that's like 39. You have to look at a guy like Mo Vaughn that swings a bat 43 ounces in order to compete with that, or even Sue Show Jackson at that time wanted a 43-ounce bat. So that being said, he was also declared, and Derek, you will like this one, during a Baltimore game in 1989 or 1990, he scaled a wall where he almost had his feet resting on the top of an eight-foot fence just about where he scaled it and the announcers even called him, even said that he was like Spider-Man scaling that wall. He caught a fly ball in mid stride and he didn't want to crash into the wall because he was afraid that he was going to damage his shoulder. So that's why he scaled it. If you look at the video guys, it is absolutely amazing how it was almost matrix style Spider-Man status of running along the side. It's almost like me playing the Spider-Man video game. It is absolutely amazing what he did. Also, just to give you another tip on how fast this guy was, he ran the 40-yard dash during his NFL combine in 4.313 seconds. That is faster than most of the kids coming out of college today. This dude was an all-in-all-out athlete. And unlike most of the people here, he was known as for the guy to know all sports. And unfortunately, he, his career came way too soon. With his injury, he literally, like I said before, he literally ripped his own leg out of his hip trying to run out of a tackle. Michael Phelps couldn't do that. Michael Phelps was just going to stay high and eating pancakes all day. Jackie Robinson, the dude is great, but he only played baseball. No, he played football and track. He was known as In the college. professional All-American. He, he played for the Honolulu Bears professional football, not the NFL, but he was a hero of the black community known as the sensational All-American halfback playing for the Honolulu Bears. And Honolulu? It's like Correct. Uh, Over there on, in Hawaii. On, on Hawaii, Hawaii. You know, like a pretty small 
selecting <laughs> a people to choose from. And I also a professional Tom, league that participated with the rest of the United States. Yes, sorry for your low IQ on that. Tommy, also, also Tommy, as a scout stated, as I said in my very opening statement, a stat, a scout even said, "Best pure athlete of America today." Hey, 1942, Jackie Robinson gets drafted into the army. He could have been a football star if it wasn't for that. You know, um, you know who else was competing during that time? Jesse Owens, who won every single running event in the Olympics in Germany against Hitler. So you can't say that he was the best pure athlete of all time. Bo Jackson was in 1987, so don't co- or 1985. So don't come at me saying that Jackie saying, Robinson was the same. Why are you saying all time, and then you're pointing out specific years? You're you're totally contradicting yourself with that. Just so you know. Bo Jackson, is, Bo Jackson is, this, I was saying what the quote said, stated in 1985, best pure American athlete in America today. I'm saying that he's the best pure American athlete of all time. I hear your wife laughing Sorry. at you, man. It's, it's not working. Little <laughs> uh, so, hole in your argument, Freddie. You keep pointing out to Olympics, but then you, you mean, if you look at this, the arguments are being made, the most directly rated Olympic athlete is Derek's athlete. So, yeah, you know, Derek, a little bit of like, the facts you're pointing Derek, to, like, you know, don't really hold up in this court. Derek's it's, athlete is is actually insane. For everything that Derek's athlete, Michael Phelps, has accomplished is purely remarkable. But, again, all he had to focus on was swimming. He was not going in the trenches week in and week out in football playing one of the toughest positions in all the NFL behind the defensive line and the offensive line. That dude got more beat up on every play besides the offensive line and defensive line. It is also what made him – he even admits that he would not have played football if he knew all the side effects that came with it. Now, mind you, he ran over people he juked people out he was also one of the best players to play baseball of all time you know what he did after both of those careers were done the dude became a hunter that takes more wit than anything else trying to track and hunt down animals that you're trying to find oh i thought you were talking about the winchesters my bad (laughs) (laughs) but i'm sorry to me Bo Jackson is by far the best athlete out there because he is also the only athlete where Nike recognized how good of an athlete he was by standing the quote, Bo knows, because Bo knows every single sport out there. I, In all honesty, I don't know if the dude could swim, but if he could, he would definitely give Michael Phelps a run for his money. I want to see him on the badminton court. Every sport, let's see it. <laughs> All right. Um, interesting arguments. Uh, I will let Derek speak before I make any more comments. Oh my god! I, I thought I actually did go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Great. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, again, this is usually where I come in with my rebuttals and everything, and uh, I guess the biggest rebuttal or the biggest thing that I have. Uh, going against me, and I get it. 
um, is that Michael Phelps is a one sport person. Obviously, Bo Jackson has the advantage when it comes to that. Uh, playing two sports is very difficult in a professional situation. I know most of us here probably played a lot of sports throughout high school, um, but not at the same time. Maybe a little overlapping, but I don't think you can do that in high school. Correct me if you're wrong. At least my high school didn't do that. Because uh, like I would play soccer, basketball, tennis, and track and all that crap. Um but to do it on a professional level, obviously, is insane. Uh, that is why Bo Jackson is always in this talk of greatest athletes of all time, and I get it. Uh, the only thing I feel like I have against it, um, I, I'm not going to say he's overrated. He's definitely not overrated. Uh, I feel like it's borderline, in my opinion, just because of the length of his career. Uh, I get that. He was he was suffering with some injuries. You know, his hip took him out uh, probably a little earlier. Um, he did retire at 32, so he was kind of on the end ish around there. Uh, being how physical of a person he was, I'm sure he could have kept going. But it kind of like it kind of doesn't really the the numbers aren't really there. I feel like as far as like big stats that cut, like pop out at you like oh my god all these amazing touchdown numbers and all these amazing home run numbers like it is it's just because of the and baseball is he had a strike season that didn't help um i know he had some injuries in another part of his season uh i do want to make an objection and i didn't want to do it earlier because there was already enough objections going on earlier <laughs> but brendan bo jackson had only made one playoff uh game in his career Thank you. he he played one game uh and they won and then he didn't play the next game which was the afc championship game against the bills and they lost 51 to 3 i love <laughs> so, how laura knows when to laugh it's hilarious <laughs> so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna object with the whole he took the raiders to a lot of uh, playoffs because they they made a lot of playoff games but not with bo jackson uh, I think, and then I also believe he only made one playoff series when he was yeah. with the Royals, uh, when they lost to Toronto, uh, in the championship as well. So there, there's kind of a similarity there. He also made it with the Chicago White Sox. I read he made like one or two playoff runs with the Chicago White Sox I got near, near the end of his career, though. Like, I don't think he was a huge factor, and like. Uh, I ha- I do forget one more thing that I wanted to add, so I'll wait till you're done, Derek. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like how I see it. Um, as far as Jackie Robinson goes, I I hate talking against Jackie Robinson. I swear we talked about him at one point a long time ago in the beginning of this podcast, and I was just like, I can't talk about Jackie Robinson. I can't do this. Like he he obviously is a an icon of the sport. Yeah. It, just the barriers that he broke and everything uh, for is, all sports. Yeah. For, yeah. It's insane. And this, uh, this is tough. Like I wanted, I want to dock him on his stats, but as Tommy said, let your white supremacy come out. It's okay. <laughs> it's tough to, it's, it's tough because he definitely could have had a longer baseball career. If he, you know, if there wasn't a color barrier, if he didn't serve in war, there was all these things going against him. He only got 10 seasons in. In those 10 seasons, great. He, he was a, what, six-time All-Star. He won a World Series. Uh, that's more than Bo Jackson right there. World Series and All-Stars. He was an MVP. 
three eleven average, like all that kind of stuff. Like rookie of the year, whole bunch year, of stuff. The, the freaking the awards named after him. Like, damn it. Um, so like the only thing I could say against it is like, well, as far as baseball goes, I would take a Willie Mays or a Babe Ruth or whatever. But the problem with that is, or Hank Aaron, rest in peace. But the problem with that is like, there's, there's more numbers to go by with that. You know, Willie Mays was in the league for, I think like 22 years. That's why he has 660 home runs and like 24 all-star appearances. Uh, the only thing that him and Jackie are tied with is World Series wins because you wasn't, you know, like the Giants weren't always that great um, as much as I love them. Uh, but that's kind of the thing when I think of when I think of the dominant athlete um, is the accolades. And I've already stated my opinion on that. I've already said, you know, Phelps is the most decorated Olympian. And outside of the Olympics, he still has 26 gold medals in other championships and 16 in another championship. And I just told you Jackie Robinson's as far as like Bo Jackson's goes, he's got the Heisman Trophy and a Pro Bowl and then for football. And then in baseball, he was an all-star and it wasn't all he was the MVP of that all-star game, which is pretty yep. pretty cool. And then he was the comeback player when he came back after that injury um, in 93. But after that, uh, that's kind of where it stops. So not to like knock on these guys, obviously they had great you know careers for what they made out of them. But as far as the individual accolades and the sheer dominance of their sport or sports for Bo, uh, Michael Phelps, I just feel like last pun here blows them out of the water. I will say last this. Pun, can I, I do swear. an objection? <laughs> Jesse, can I do an objection real quick? I'll allow it. So, Derek, yeah, you're talking about, like, with all the accolades that Bo and Jackie did. I'm sorry, but I feel like there's more cause to injury with the sports that they play compared to swimming. Like, dude, we've seen guys break ankles playing baseball. We've seen guys tear ACLs, have Tommy John surgeries. I have yet to hear anything drastically happen to any swimmer on a professional level, except for maybe leg cramps because they didn't eat enough bananas. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry. Like, no, Michael Phelps, 100% is a great fucking athlete. It's a great pick. But when a sport causes more harm than good, like football and baseball, it's very hard to put swimming in that same category. Yeah, I won't. I won't disagree with you there. Obviously, anything can happen in swimming. Like with you could, you know, dislocate your shoulder. You could tear some muscles, all that good stuff. But yeah, it's definitely not like football where you're going to get hit in the head or, or I guess, baseball and all that. Um, yeah, but that's kind of uh, that, that kind of goes in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of goes with just the uh, the path, uh, you know, the sport that you choose and go for. Um, yep. That's just kind of – you got to roll with the punches, I guess. <laughs> also, before I forget, uh, Dusty, I'm sorry that I'm like, including on your time. Uh, have any of you guys seen I – mean, this is this is not really going for my argument or anything, and it kind of is, I guess. But have you guys seen Bo Jackson break his bat? Yes, of course. I'm busy Tell watching me, pod racing right now. Why aren't we talking <laughs> about that? Anakin Skywalker was the most dominant athlete. <laughs> You've seen his jumps. Okay. Um, 
tell I I will say this is a very hard decision to make. Um, and I, I will start with last place. And I think that needs to go like unfortunately as as much as it hurts me to Jackie Robinson, um, just because it, it he does he is an amazing athlete to break the barrier the race barrier to be such a good athlete to break that barrier into what was at that point a white dominated sport is insane. Like, you're so good at that sport that they don't care what you look like at that point. That's that's an insane athlete. Uh, however, in compared to these other two athletes on this list, it's hard to say he's the best of all the time when his numbers are not there. Oh, for his ten year career because he couldn't get in because he was twenty eight. Whatever, Trump supporter, keep talking. Whoa! Don't have to bring politics into this. <laughs> um. So, but like I said, still, still a great athlete overall. Um, I this is so hard. I I will say, I think second place needs to go to Michael Phelps. And again, he is, this is a very hard decision, and the reason why I chose J- Bo J- uh, Bo over Michael is because Bo is the multiple sport athlete, and as I did. Do in the beginning earlier on in this, a athlete, a definition of athlete is a person who's proficient in sports and other forms of physical uh, exercise. So yes, I mean, Michael Phelps is the most decorated Olympian to ever exist. Boa is just to get to the professional level level on two different sports is very impressive. However. I will recall the very beginning of this podcast that Tommy made a comment saying that he deserved the first choice spot. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tommy, I'll give you one minute to tell me why you had the first choice spot over Brendan. Well, we'd always go by whoever took last place in the last episode, and that seems to be always me because I always get last place. So, okay. When you get That's first pick nice. after taking Tommy last wins. place, Tommy wins. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that for me. Don't do that for me. But Bo Bo Jacks uh, Bo wins. Yeah. <laughs> Bo wins. Brendan, uh, unfortunately, you you were, you were the underdog this entire episode. I don't know how yeah. you, Brendan, you're the winner. I love the point system you got, Dusty. It cracks me yeah. up. Completely made up. Points don't matter. Um, I must have got like a negative 40,000 or something. <laughs> it's just because you picked a Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, must be it. <laughs> you can't come back from once you pick the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I thought, thought there'd be a little more respect than that, but okay. Wow. Uh, I would say this, Tommy. So you said that you had the last pick last time. Well, when we picked out last pick, first players, pick, I get the first pick say, since yes. I took last place. You got to get your you wording had, right here. Okay, hold up, because you had the first pick last time before Z. We had Z come on and do his. So I was literally the last person because the last person to make her judgment was Laura, and I won that round on the cheerleaders. So I was the last person 
to pick an ultimate athlete. So in retrospect, you went first and picked Jackie Robinson, then Derek, then I picked Bo. So technically, I still have Bo. Question. Don't you guys like text each other saying, oh, I picked this person? Isn't like yep. the next episode based off the most previous episode, though? Not like one from four not, months ago? Not when there's a scheduling mishap. Okay, my bad, GM. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm the judge, excuse me. But, I, but I'll allow it. <laughs> Come again for Big Fudge? Um, uh, uh, Dusty, Dusty, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I actually hope that we get you again and come up with another argument that we can do. Um, with the end of this podcast, Dusty, what we like to do is add on anything that you would like to name drop here, support, or anything like that. So anybody or anything that you want to support right now, go ahead and say. No, I mean, just in general, go donate to a charity. I don't care which one. Just go donate. Really? You have a brother that survived cancer and you're not going to tell him to, survive, to donate to cancer? Everyone has their own uh, battles. <laughs> Don't assume. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tommy, anybody to name drop here? Um, name drop. Uh, hearing battle, that just makes me think like longest yard. He's got one schlong. I, I'll, I'll name drop him. <laughs> All right, Derek. Anybody to name drop? Uh, uh, wow, I have I've been so busy at work this week. I have not been doing anything. Anything? Oh, I will say, uh, since I've always been plugging Mortal Kombat, and I feel like the only podcasts I listen to are Mortal Kombat, and then whenever ours comes up, I started listening to an actual another podcast. Uh, completely randomly, I was just like. Give me something that's like up my alley as far as the spooky, scary horror stuff goes. And I found this podcast that's been around for a while now uh, called Haunted Places by the Parcast Network. Um, They do podcasts every other week on locations throughout the world that are supposedly uh, haunted to this day. They give uh, like a backstory on the place, its history, and they kind of also. It's kind of like half storytelling, half facts. Like they have like snippets from like people's recollections or journals, or and this is like things all the way even sometimes back to like the thirteen, fourteen hundreds. It's pretty crazy. So I've been listening to that. Um, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty cool um, listening and he- learning about some places I already knew about but didn't know that much about and like the Cecil hotel in, in, uh, in LA, which is like only 20 minutes away from me. And I knew it was like a messed up place. And this place just told me how much more messed up it was. And I was like, wow. So if anyone's into that kind of stuff, haunted, you know, houses and creepy places, haunted places is pretty cool. Uh, podcast. Dusty, you want to add in on your haunted place that you visited in college real quick? Oh, the the uh, Salem Asylum slash Juvenile Hall slash Orphanage. Yes, <laughs> that I broke my hammer trying to break into. <laughs> wow, 
that's 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 where intent it was to break into this place. I ended up repelling down from the roof through a hole. But yeah, no, not haunted. All, all we found was a dead skeleton of a um, seagull. But so, you know, haunted places don't exist. Well, I will say this, Derek. Next time you come into San Francisco, me and Dusty got a place to show you. Uh, right by you uh, to know insane asylum. No, no, it's not insane asylum. Uh, Dusty, do you remember uh, down the street from Stuart Hall, uh, the Voodoo place? Do you remember that? No. It was right next door to the uh, corner store. So that place is actually haunted, where all those trees, those. Those giant trees, a voodoo witch doctor used to live there. And right across the street, the hotel is actually haunted in one of the rooms. So, so Derek, next time you come, we got a place to show you. All right, I'm done. Um, and actually, Laura's done a photo shoot in that hotel room. <laughs> so, well, I will make kind sure of to get my best burlesque outfit on and we can go do a photo shoot in there. Yes, please do. Um, for me, I am going to drop right here. Actually, my wife's old, uh, burlesque dance company. Um, I wish I knew the full name of it, but it's, I think it, I want to call it, uh, Diamond Dames. I think it's called out in LA. They, I've been watching their videos. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, our buddy David has been watching also, and he's been drooling at the mouth and so has his wife. So <laughs> it's been really funny to watch and pay attention to that. And with that, I'm just going to go ahead and call it a night. Uh, Dusty, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Uh, the music, again, is by my buddy Eric Bravo. Go find his stuff on uh, iTunes and everywhere called uh, Bravo. He's absolutely fantastic. He's also a uh, screenwriter. He worked on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon show. So, yeah, keep an eye out for him. And as of that, our judgment is final. Uh, Dusty Sullivan has declared Bo Jackson the best athlete of all time. Thank you very much. And with that, guys, say goodnight and say goodbye. Goodnight. Later. So Laura's Laura's done talking. Uh, you might hear her in the background. Uh, so we'll just go with it. <laughs> Sound good? Balls on the court was made in front of a studio audience. <laughs> All right, Dusty, you good? One second, one second. I'm watching Qui Gon and Obi Wan. It's kind of important. <laughs> you watching the Phantom Menace? <laughs> yeah, it's on uh, TNT right now or TBS. For, for Dish Network, that is. <laughs> the negotiations were short. All right. The negotiations never took place. <laughs> All right, Dusty, you good? Yep. All right. So. Ooh, this is a perfect quote from that movie for Brennan. The ability to make you speak does not make you intelligent. <laughs> Oh my god, that matches him perfectly. <laughs> Lawyered. Okay, so don't worry, I'm going to edit all this shit out.
Um, you hear that, Laura? He called you shit. <laughs> Permission to say lawyer? I'll allow it. Lawyer. Well, we're, as, as Dusty says, we're taking a short recess. <laughs> Does anyone want to watch it? No, not Dusty. You don't have Dusty watching. He's like my brother now. I win. Lawyer. While we're on the break, why don't you guys send me a photo of your athlete? Um, and that's what I will look at when you're talking to about them. Like the most athletic person you can... Athletic photo of them you can think of. Or find. Think of. I was going to say that... The... <laughs> Phillips in a speedo. Phillips in a speedo. <laughs> as I said, I was about to say, like Derek's gonna come up with something nasty, man. <laughs> Dude, you just made that up. Withdrawn, lawyer. Just look on Untapped. You'll see all my beers. Yeah, I'd rather not. Ugh. What? Ugh. See how many? Tommy's twelve deep right now. Twelve beers. Yeah. Wow. Lars impressed Tommy. No, Don't I'm worry, I, I, I can hear her. Don't worry. I mean, I'm sure I'm impressed. When I'm impressed, I'm just like, oh. That's what you get when you, when you have a kid. Oh, oh, okay, thanks. I can hear you perfectly. We can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> she, she can't see me, but I got a solid middle finger up for her right now. <laughs> <laughs> 